Cable Show. This is Ryan, the Cable Viewer, joined by my lovely co-host with a beautiful cock, uh, Jordan Lear. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And my also lovely guest. Uh, I'm not going to comment on his uh, <laughs> package. Uh, his name is uh, Seth Lawrence, and we're also doing a crossover with Disorganized Religion. Ooh. Yeah, very fun. First crossover episode, Disorganized Religion meets the cable show. So what's your what's your podcast about, Ethan? What do you think? I mean, what's that? Disorganized Religion. Oh, okay, I know. Well, I guess I guess I get it. I was giving him an opportunity to tell our listeners a little about it. Right. Okay. So. My podcast is about talking to comedians about their history with stand-up or comedy in general and their thoughts on religion and spirituality, or the lack thereof. Kick ass. And we, that's good, dude. We can all relate to that. We can all relate to movies as well. I'm down, and we talk about movies. Yeah. You know what's going to be very fun. Seth, right? We always have questions. Are you familiar with movies? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Yeah. So I watched The Last so, Temptation of Christ. I watched it. Yeah. What'd you think? Well, I thought it was a boring shit show, man. <laughs> Dude, it's something about... You didn't like it at all? Well, no, no, I wouldn't say that. It's not that I don't like it at all. It's, it's like I'm watching Harvey Keitel and Willem Dafoe, and I'm like... It just seems weird watching Harvey Keitel like this, like New York guy, yeah. like all dressed up funny. It just kind of didn't match, and uh, it was just—I don't know. I'm not into religious movies usually. I don't know. Yeah, that seems interesting though. It was long. Yeah. Willem Dafoe's Willem Dafoe. He's great, you know. It didn't sure. feel like it didn't feel like a Martin Scorsese movie to me. It didn't feel like a what? Martin Scorsese movie to me. Like, the way, like, Goodfellas and uh, Casino, the way they're cut together and the camera. Um, yeah. But it was interesting that he did that. It, well, like, I saw Silence. Silence? I haven't seen that one. Well, that, that's him. He directed that. That just came out, like, uh, two or three years ago. Last year. Irishman or Silence. Well, Silence is a religious movie. It's about the the Jesuits in Japan. Ah. So. Is Martin Scorsese religious? So, yeah, well, have he's got... It's a, it's a big part of his life. What up? Scorsese on the podcast? No, not yet. Maybe one, maybe one day. Religious? <laughs> nice. Is he religious? Yeah. Yeah, he is. I mean... I would guess he's Jewish, but I don't know. Well, oh, he's got to be Catholic. He's I think he, he's Catholic, I'm pretty sure. Oh, is he? And he basically, yeah, he has a lot guy. of thoughts on religion, you know? It's not like he's hardcore one way or the other. He just ha- he's just he got a lot of thoughts because it's a big part of his upbringing. Yeah, just because yeah. he kind of looks like Josh Hellman's grandpa doesn't mean he's Jewish. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess he was brought up Catholic. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, because uh, he makes a lot of mafia movies. Yeah. I love, yeah. He's one of my no, favorite. that all fits. 
I love uh, Taxi Driver, um, Casino, Goodfellas. All that stuff is great. You ever seen yeah. Passion of the Christ? Yes. That seemed like the heavy metal version of The Last Temptation of Christ. Like, mm. as far as, like, more blood and gore and close-up. I and think, I think, um, the, the passion is, I haven't, I didn't watch the movie that you guys saw because I didn't have time. But, unbelievable. Um, I know. Unbelievable. Well, Jordan, Jordan convinced me not to. He's like, it's real boring. I, I, I'm trying to convince him. I was just letting him know. Yeah. Well, I mean, are either of you religiously minded or no? I th- I think about religion and stuff. I've been to church a handful of times. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Which, like a, a Christian denomination thing. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, Var- various ones. He's of the Baha'i faith. The what the faith? Baha'i. Baha'i. The Baha'i. Yeah. Sweet Moses. What 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 was your upbringing, Seth? Uh, LDS, uh, Mormon faith. Mormon, okay. Yeah, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Are you? Do do you still practice that religion? Yeah. You do? Oh, you still rock it? Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, see, that's why I found The Last Temptation of Christ. It was a very controversial movie when it came out. Oh, really? Right. Well, yeah, because it portrays Christ in a very atypical way. Not biblical, right? That is true. Throughout a majority of the film. Right? And then it goes through, I mean, there's a... What, a good 20 minutes at least of the film where it explores his life had he basically abdicated being the Messiah. That was interesting, yeah, for sure. Right? For so sure. It, it was, I mean, the Catholic Church declared it blasphemous when it came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That so makes sense because I wasn't sure that yeah. he was Catholic, but. I think um, he might have been excommunicated from the Catholic Church for making the movie, maybe. I think well, I heard that somewhere. Well, I, I know. I don't know about that. I, I, I know, like, his feelings aren't one way or the other about it. Like, he's very mixed up. Like, I know Silence is another movie that he was working on for, like, 20 years. And he said he, he kept yeah. rewriting it because his feelings on religion kept changing. Yeah. Honestly. So, uh, yeah. I, I think he's one of those guys where he definitely thinks about it a lot and he's very conflicted both ways. Right. Well, see, that's what I appreciated about the film in that Christ is part man, part God. Uh And this film seemed to really emphasize the humanity portion of Christ, the human portion. For sure. Yeah, him with the chicks and stuff, especially. I mean, I like that. I don't know. For me, it wasn't even that. It was more. uh, Well, when he's going through this portion of the film where he is exploring his life, not being the Messiah. Yes, he has kids, he gets married, and he gets married to two different women, actually. Wow. Getting around. He marries Mary Magdalene, and then Mary, the sister of Martha, Mm. of New New Testament fame. Maria, Maria, baby. Why are you getting into this so much? I I like the moments and yeah the story. It's just it's a very long movie for me, and it the cinematography looked very flat. It looked yeah. It like for some reason with historical stuff, it I get taken out of with that. Well, I mean that's the thing though. It's not historical, right? I mean or old shit. I mean just anything that's like a period piece. (laughs) 
before 2000. Yeah, anything before, anything 1995 and earlier. I love horror stuff. That's why I should have probably watched this. I, I think I think you should have watched this one, Ryan. I think I should have your word for it. Well, I get, I get out of work till like two hours ago. I'm a hero. You're a hero maker. According to Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm a hero. Yeah. Grocery delivery people are heroes because they're going out and serving people that can't go out. Right. Ryan, Ryan, is is that people talking at your place? No, that's Seth's family. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. They decided now to read a bedtime story before, and they decided to do it here. No problem. Are they reading The Last Temptation of the Christ? They are not. They are reading uh, Mandy, I believe. Is the, the Nicolas Cage title. movie? The Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know uh, no, they're reading, they're reading something called a book. I don't know if... Mandy, that sounds like it would be screaming a lot of screaming. It's uh. It's funny, we always think of the same things. Yeah, he's from the retarded mother. So, what yeah, other religious movies do you... I don't know. What's the point? What do you mean edited? Do you want me to move? Here, look. Let me see if I can move myself. I, I noticed. I noticed on your on your podcast because I look. I haven't listened. I might have listened to one or two episodes in the past. I think. But yeah. At least one, and um, I noticed that there's edited and unedited versions of the episodes that come out. Oh yeah. That was crazy. Now that that song, that sound is gone, that's so much better. That's so much better. Oh, it's so much better. It's gonna be edited out of of the one version. Uh, Yeah, probably. Oh, okay, that's good. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I edited out swear words for a target audience that doesn't listen. You know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a non-comic audience that doesn't like swear words. Cock, 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 cock. <laughs> yeah, on, George, yeah, exactly. Cock, 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 cock. I don't think talking about roosters is inappropriate, so that probably won't get... Fucky, fucky, pussy cock. <laughs> did you see his cooking show? I did not. Okay, I'll tell you all about it. He, he posted a one-minute video on Instagram Live, or Instagram yeah. uh, video or whatever, on his... On his Post, yeah, new cooking show. <laughs> he was cooking a can of Hormel chili in his house. Oh. It's like this is a, this is cooking with the rooster. He's and, always joking about the Hormel chili. Well, he, he puts it in a can, right? And yeah, goes, you gotta do it. You gotta open it like you're a firefighter opening up a car. And he says, "I like to pretend like I'm a I'm a firefighter and I'm saving the the, the chili's life." And then he puts it in the pot. And then he he, uh, he he spills chili all over the place. He puts it in the pot, and then he puts he proceeds to putting the chili into a after he makes it into a dog. Uncle. <laughs> and then I was like, "Wow, well, yeah, thanks, bro." Uncle, I'm like, "Hey, this is longer than the actual video." I commented on it, and I'm like, "Hey, is that a dog bowl?" And he said, "Yeah, because I'm a dirty dog." <laughs> Such a long way. That was 
such a long way to get to that. Too long. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't that long. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of us comics have a lot of issues. We have a lot of mental issues, I'm sure. Uh, especially if you're in the universe, so I don't I think you're more even killed. You! You! I don't know that you should be dragging Jordan into this. Well, I know Jordan. He's my, one of my into this, into this hot pot mess. <laughs> Jordan, do you have issues? Ryan, do you know how much money gets spent every month to try and fix your mental issues? If you, if you took all... Well, I, I see a psychiatrist. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, the psychiatrist, the medication. You, you have a fucking team working on your issues, bro. I have like, well, I gotta stay stable, man. I know, I know. Stable. I know. It's important. It is important. It's important for yeah, all of us. Well, yeah. Okay, so, let's get into one, one thing that you told me. Can I tell him? Me or what? Who are you talking to? Should I tell Seth about what you told me on the phone yesterday? What did I tell you? You said you're mad at Jesus. We want to talk about it. <laughs> what did I say? What? I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> I asked you if you're religious. I, said, didn't... I am, but I'm a little mad at Jesus. Right oh, now. yeah, I did say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. I like that. I like that. I'm mad at Jesus. I'm actually not mad at Jesus at all. I did say that. Um, uh, it's funny, this whole, I like Jesus. this whole Roni thing, I, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I'm not religious, in, yeah. in a, well, when I say I'm not religious, I just don't subscribe to any fucking one thing at all, period, sure. you know, Yeah. but I feel enough to say I don't fucking know, you know, I'm, and there's enough crazy going on that I do ponder about the world, and I do get spiritual, if you will. And even signs. There's signs. And I know people talk about that in Christianity sometimes, different forms of Christianity, about like you see yeah. signs. And I see. Si- I believe in that. I, I see uh, signs, if you will. I mean, it's funny. I fucking pull up a documentary and they're talking about Corona on the sun. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's just everywhere I go to look. <laughs> but other stuff, too. And everybody's drinking Corona beer. Yeah. Yeah. But. I have been using this this time and, you know, it, the way uh, some traditional Jesus people would be like, you know, God has a plan. This this definitely feels like that right now for me. It does, for sure. And, yeah. uh, I, Seth, I believe in God. I'm not yeah. particularly religious, but I am spiritual, like, uh, kind of like what Jordan was saying. Well, and I think, um, like, I know that I could be freaked out about the corona thing because what they're telling me is that we're all going to get it. And um, I'm not sure. I think that might not happen, hopefully. But also, I think if that doesn't happen and things aren't as bad as they look, there could be a lot of good that comes out of this. For sure. A lot of people I think that might be God's plan and there could people could become more compassionate towards one another. Uh, have more time to reflect on things, and um, maybe, possibly, it could advance us as a society where we're not as big of dicks, and we're not caring about ourselves as much. Smaller. So, yeah, so let me ask you guys this. So, your understanding of God, do you think God caused coronavirus, or do you think something, you know what I mean? Some people think, like, oh... God sends 
hurricanes. God sends tornadoes. God sends earthquakes. Do you think coronavirus is one of these plagues? Well, I think God <laughs> sent coronavirus because he hates the Chinese. I mean, obviously. But what do you really think, though? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, I know you're just kidding. Here, uh... Um, I think, um... I don't, I don't really know. I know there's scientific research. There's a lot of things, I think. Uh, there's scientific research that says it came from a bat, which I, which is makes sense, because bats carry a lot of diseases. Uh, yeah, well, the Chinese we have countless open-air markets. Incredibly yeah. insanitary. I don't know if it's a, 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 uh, a, uh, a biological weapon created by China to undermine the world infrastructure so they can become a bigger superpower in the economy, which is very possible. Um, I don't know what it is. And I, I'm, like I said, I'm not that religious, so sometimes I'll think religiously and sometimes I won't. So I don't really know what it is. And I, I do believe in a higher power. Um, I'm sober for a couple of years, and that's one of our things in AA that you're supposed to believe in a higher power. Right. Sober. But yeah, I don't know really what to think, you know. I don't think Corona, like what I was just saying about it's God's plan, I, it might be not God's plan, it might be bad, just all bad. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, all right, fair enough. What do you think, Jordan? Do you think you know what? Corona is from above? I'm actually pretty fascinated with uh, the thought of this. It's like, you know, you merge God and science, you talk God like it's the Big Bang, and yeah, I do think it is. Yeah. I don't think it's like, oh man, some dude is watching overhead, and he's like, oh, too many people, zap. I don't think it's like that. But yeah. I do think well, it's... Well, we do have too many people. Hold on, I'm getting there, boy. <laughs> I'm getting all there. You shut up. I'm silent for your shit. Listen, I think it's very interesting how susceptible we are to that sort of thing. And I could say it is like part of the plan of things happening and how catastrophes do reshape things. And, you know, fire burns down a forest. It comes back up. Um, but, yeah, with the virus, it's interesting, you know... Uh, People hunt for deer a lot in Michigan, and in Michigan, traditionally, you can kill uh, legally as many doe, the female deer, as, as possible because, because, uh, hold up, shut up, I'm not, not done, no, shut up, I'm not done. <laughs> so, because there's too, there's too many, there's an overpopulation, and yeah. they say, hey man, if, if we don't uh, control the population, then they're going to take themselves out, well... Like five, six, no, it was like eight years ago now, a big virus came through and it attacked all the deer. I think it was a West Nile type for some shit. And it was, I remember something about that. Right? And it was like, it was it so was bad. all the fucking deers. And it was, it was, uh, it wasn't healthy to even eat the deer if you found them dead because you didn't want it. And it decimated the population. And it's very interesting. Yeah, I remember it was on uh, the front page of the New York Times that said, right. oh deer. Right. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you, they used to have way more predators to take them out and control the, yeah, yeah, control the yeah. population. But it's like, oh, all yeah. of a sudden that's gone. A virus takes it out. And it's it's just interesting how, like, nature takes care of itself. It does. You know? Right, right. I mean, even if, hey, even if like, we blow ourselves up with uh, nuclear bombs and shit, that's still, in a way, is nature taking care of itself. It's like, you know, even if we do it to ourselves... And it's, I don't know. Right. It's like we're, it, I mean, I, it's ultimately, yeah. it came from nature. Yeah. But so you think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I 
guess. I guess I look at a nuclear bomb as being outside of nature because it decimates everything. For you sure. Know, kills everything. For sure. But we, we got, we made it initially, it all came from the shit, you know? Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Earth, I guess, yeah. But it's like nature being used in unnatural ways is, I guess, the way I think of it. You sure. know, like, natural forest heroin. fire. For sure. Like heroin is unnatural and it's not good for you. As <laughs> you get right. that natural like, shit. Like heroin. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you like uh, apocalypse movies at all? Do you ever check those out? Whatever, a little of both. I like ones where everyone's dead. <laughs> Just everybody's gone. Like I, I like, do like yeah, that. I like I am legend. Yeah, I am legend. That's the shit. Oh, Seth, <laughs> you just mentioned Armageddon. I was yeah. actually, last week. I was telling Jordan that I had an idea for Armageddon too. Um, oh yeah, what's that idea? It's like so, like uh, like Bruce Willis or whoever the the main character is is uh, calling his, like, daughter, because, you know, that's the daughter was in the original movie, and, like... Yeah, yeah Bruce that, Willis died on a meteor, yeah. right? Yeah, so... That's why it doesn't boy, work. Whoever the new guy is. So he's going <laughs> okay, to so, I'm gonna do this mission, you know. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not going to make it, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, okay. do it. Um, so what he's doing is him and his friends are strapping themselves... So they take, they're taking everybody with coronavirus, they're putting them all in the city of Cleveland, in the whole world. Okay. Everybody in the whole world with coronavirus. And these guys yeah. are themselves to a rocket, and they're going to blow up Cleveland and all the coronavirus, and they save the world. No. I mean, that seems too, uh, too topical. It's going to be made in like three years. Oh, after this whole thing happens. So we'll Yeah, and... The, and Right. Well, I know. yeah, exactly. That's, I think, the problem that you'd face. Well, they can call it something else. Like, you call it the uh, Toyota virus or something. I don't know. <laughs> Toyota virus. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's maybe. Like, oh, don't do maybe. In, uh, in I am... Shove yourself it, to the rocket ship or something. She's yeah. talking to her dead. Yeah, finish your book. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in I Am Legend... The virus wipes everyone out, and uh, they're trying to cure cancer. That's what right. the plot of it is. They have a vaccine for cancer, but then it ter- gives everyone rabies, basically. But when he meets up with the chick at the end, she says something like, God has a plan, and Will Smith, he goes, God didn't do this. We did this. Yeah. Damn. Have yeah. you seen that episode of The Twilight Zone where the stranger goes into a bar in Mexico or something, and they shoot no. him? But he was an actually an alien who had the cure for cancer. Hmm. Nope. That was a really good one. I love Twilight. <laughs> I remember yeah, I remember in college some kid looking at all the hand sanitizer everywhere and saying, Man, I think we're just bubble wrapping ourselves too much and when the big one comes around we're gonna be fucked. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's like been... Maybe he's right. I mean yeah, I don't know that this is a hand sanitizer kind of issue. I think, <laughs> I think it's more like allergies, right? I think if you look at peanut allergies, that's skyrocketed. Mm. There might be some statistical evidence for it being a measurement issue where we, we weren't sophisticated enough to notice it before. For sure. But I do think there is uh, 
something to well and and the anti-vaxxers right because you have like smallpox coming back you have measles you know it's all these diseases that we thought we'd beaten are now popping back up because there are some in the population that are not getting vaccinated which is crazy well, this is now, this is new, that's why like if we had a, a like when they had ebola and stuff like that those are old diseases so they're better prepared to to fix it you know because they can get rid of it people have immunities they have mm. vaccines for those things they don't have a vaccine this is a new disease mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Do, do uh do you have any favorite religious movies, Seth? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Passion. The Passion. The Passion Price was interesting. Uh, none of I bought that with my first group when I was uh, fifteen. Oh shit! And what did you think of it? Well, I, well, I've seen it a couple times. I think twice at least. But I yeah. Saw it, and I was never really that religious at the time. I was less religious than I am today. And yeah. I mean, friend. Me and my friend were joking around about how everybody that from the church was crying. <laughs> we were making fun of them for crying. <laughs> of course you were. Did, did it, I mean, did it spook you away from religion? Um, I don't know. I was just, like, my parents made me go to Methodist church, and I was in the youth group just to hang out and stuff, because I, uh, I didn't have really anything better to do. I was new in town. Um, yeah. Because I moved to this, where I'm staying at right now when I was third high school. So I got yeah. to youth group a little bit too. Nice. Yeah. YG. I mean, I will say this about religious movies. I think the better ones are like Ben-Hur or, you know, the, there are these classic Charlton Heston ones that... Or like the Ten Commandments. Yeah, that. the thing that I like about, you know, Ben-Hur and The Robe are that they're about people at that time supposedly you know it's fiction obviously they're they're still talking about fictitious characters but they're then capturing sort of the story of christ around this other story if that makes sense Mm. so then you're not because okay so i think with religious movies they struggle because there's like these campy movies made by religious organizations like left behind uh, veggie tales like left behind yeah VeggieTales movies are fun. They're, <laughs> they're, they're meant for kids, and they're fun. <laughs> I'm I'm talking more like movies that are geared toward either young adults or adults, and trying to make profound religious points. Right. Okay, so like there's the ones about like the one where the kid died and goes to heaven, and it's like I bet Jesus in heaven, and he's talking to all the people, and it's like all yeah emotional yeah. stuff. So there's like, like that one. Yeah, there's yeah, so like they're kind of sappy. They had one called like Heaven is for Real, and they had right the, the other one, God's Not Dead, with the yeah. guy that actor that's in other movies. I think it's the same actor that was in Sideways. Maybe that is the way actors work. I mean, you've seen a few different things. <laughs> yeah, I think, but he was like the professor, and the kid was trying to convince him, convince him God's real. They're all yeah, they're yes. Like, so you have that issue, which I don't like, which is the yeah. same issue I feel like Christian music suffers from. Mm. It's just not oh. good, you know? These films <laughs> are just not, they're just not good films. <laughs> and then you have the opposite problem with movies like Passion of the Christ and The, Tempta- the Last Temptation of too Christ. Too good. <laughs> which, no, it's, I don't think it's a question of them being too good. It's a question of them focusing on the wrong 
questions or the wrong aspects. What about Life of Brian? Well, I mean, comedies, I think, are different, right? Comedies are different in the sense that they don't have to take anything seriously other than their own project. Yeah. Right? I mean, the... The stony scene. Um, What is it? Yeah. Remember, um... Remember in the in Life of Brian where uh, like Jesus's mom goes like they go up to look for the Messiah or or it might it might have been like Brian or somebody they thought it was the Messiah. I've never goes, seen it. He's he's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> so the point. Okay, so we have to bring people up to speed who have not seen Life of Brian. Yeah, Life of Brian is from the uh, Monty Python crew. Okay, and. They tell the story of, of Brian, who was born on the same day at the same time as Jesus Christ. Okay. So he grows up with these experiences where other people come to him thinking that he's the Messiah because he was born at the same time. Gotcha. And uh. he has to say, no, that's not me. And they sort of make fun of uh, this idea of sort of like making fun of Ben-Hur a little bit in the way that it's about someone supposedly at the time of Christ, but you're really sort of wanting to focus on Christ. Yeah, it's like Michael Bolton in Office Space. (laughs) I don't understand the analogy, but sure. You ever ever seen (laughs) Office Space? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I've seen Office Space. The one guy, his name is Michael Bolton. Bolton. The office worker, and they're like, oh, are you related? And he goes, no. And they're like, why don't you just go by Mike? Yeah. And everyone I, wants I to... Don't, I see how... I see how... I know what you're talking about, and also I see how Seth doesn't understand the values. I don't either. <laughs> but in any event... Just me. It's a great film. Great film. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think comedies... Where they're, they, they start beating up the... Um, the printer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, comedies, I think, are different than, like, Passion of the Christ, which Mm -hmm. is trying to take a very genuine, serious look at one aspect of Christ's life. Crucifixion. Yeah, the part where he got beat. Yeah. Um, He... Yeah, he gets fucked up pretty bad in that movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's heavy metal, dude. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's gritty. Uh, But, you know, that's... I guess that's why I'm like, I don't know if it's really the heavy metal version of Last Temptation of Christ, because it's a totally different focus. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was telling Jordan, this is uh, this is sacrilegious, but I was telling Jordan, like, would it, it would be kind of funny if, like, when Jesus was getting crucified, if there was a gay guy that, like, popped up, like, while he was getting crucified, and was like, nailed it! <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be hilarious. I'm sure it happened. Yeah. Sure yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think the last temptation of Christ is more questioning just the messianic role and whether or not it matters in the end. Mm. I can't. So, Willem Dafoe isn't a very convincing Jesus. Well, I mean, you also didn't see the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I thought he was a pretty good Jesus, is. actually. <laughs> you should probably check it out. I mean, it depends on. The thing that I think was a problem for that movie when it came out was that you're dealing with a a character that everyone feels like they know and that everyone has a very concrete idea of who he is or who he should be. Right. So as soon as you... 
You on my team if you're gonna be happy about it. Yeah, I don't want you if you're not gonna be cool. You know. coffee. That's a good rule of thumb. I mean, no, right? Like, there's certain sacrifices that every religion, I think, should ask of its followers. Mm. And I, I don't mean to call you out, but go for it. You fucking fucked up as a Mormon. <laughs> what? Do you think so? How so? <laughs> Drink Mountain Dews on my show. You're not supposed to drink caffeine, right? No, that's not true. That is a, <laughs> that is a, that is a typical misconception. Try to get him on the caffeine underwear. technicality. What about the underwear? What about the underwear? What do you want to know? You wear special underwear. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's religious garb, right? So there are many religions like similar to like. Is it like a loincloth? Uh, yeah, Ryan. I wear a loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more similar in idea, in idea to a yarmulke, right? Like the idea is you make certain covenants and promises with God, uh-huh. and wear a physical article of clothing to remind you of those covenants. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, you know, like a, uh, like, the, uh, or a, uh, turban or whatever. Right. Like the Sikh swear turban. Uh, I think a sari is religious. I, it might just be cultural. I don't know. But, um. He's unsorry? No, that's an unsorry. Just a sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that's what that's it's called. Canadian. Is that the Canadian religion? That's the Canadian religion. Sorry. That's what they wear. That's what they wear. Sorry. 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 Um, Yeah, yeah, but the underwear looks pretty... 
the underwear looks pretty normal now. What? Uh, what do you think about Mitt Romney? Are you a Mitt Romney fan? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a Mormon. What do you mean a fan? Like of his politics? Of his? I, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not I, per se. I'm not a Republican. Of his music. Like, <laughs> yeah, music's great. Man. His music is good. No, but I'm poems, his poetry is not so good. He's like he's he can work across the aisle, which I respect in a Republican. Like, sure. He, actually, he was the only one who voted to impeach uh, Trump. That was a Republican, actually. How do you know Rachel. this? Yeah, and he, you did. and he only voted to impeach him on one count, which yeah. is probably, I think, safe. Um, but it's a very vague count. Yeah, you, I have a, I have a problem with are that. You a fan or are you liberal? I mean, that, first of all, the way you ask that question is very loaded. <laughs> it, is, it is not, I don't think, that uh, dichotomous, right? I don't think you're either a Trump fan or a liberal. I, I think, well, well, you know. Okay. okay, I'll just ask, are you a Trump fan? Uh, I will say this about Donald Trump. I have been surprised at how effective some of his policies have been to make America stronger. Great, great. You said the line wrong. You said great. Great. Make America great again. I never thought America was bad, but I do think that we as a country have been paying for and doing too much abroad. Um... So I appreciate. Well, you're wandering out in the woods. Where are you going? Yeah, Ryan. I'm just in, in my driveway. Keep it together. Okay. Keep, keep it together, okay. Ryan. Keep I'll it together. Uh, still. still. But no, I I did the, I was walking away from the Wi-Fi signal. That's why I was. Yeah, obviously, because you're outside. Um, I did not vote for Trump in uh in the election 2016. But I've been surprised at, uh, at how effective some of his policies have been. I don't think he's like a fantastic person. I think he's a huge piece of shit, personally. <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. Um, but I no, think but most politicians now are, to be quite yeah. fair. He, I was listening in my car during work about his press conference, and he was just going off. He's, he started off the press conference calling it the Chinese virus. Do you think that's a problem? Wait, wait, wait. First of all, do you really think that's an issue? No, but it's like he calls it the Chinese virus. Like Chinese. Okay, but do you think that's a problem? Is that really racist? Yeah, how he does it is. It's not racist to say it, per se, but how he says it is a problem? He's, he goes, the Chinese virus. But anyway, here <laughs> No, it definitely is, think, man. Yeah, I know. Cause I think that is ridiculous where did the chinese where did the virus come from china okay so is it really racist to say that it is a chinese virus yeah but it's called covid19 it's not called what? the chinese virus. well you know what you know what it's like why yeah. why why are a bunch of people not buying corona beer right now because they're well, I know. Well, that's what they are, though. And so whenever he calls it the Chinese virus, a bunch of retarded people are like, yeah. them Chinese, I knew it! <laughs> yeah, Chinese 
They are for sure, without a question. Yeah. That is. I mean, I don't think. This, but here's the thing: those people who are doing that are racist. But I don't think it's racist to call the virus as originating from China a Chinese virus. <laughs> no, no, but it, 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 it's it's, it's pretty rough branding. It's pretty rough from the top. Yes. From the top. But it was also, he also started calling it that as China started calling it the U.S. troop virus. They were telling their people that it came from U.S. troops. What are you going to call, what if somebody called AIDS the fat virus? That would be problematic. (laughs) Yeah, but probably because of the uh, fag word. They did call it, you know, homosexual. It was the homosexual virus. Good point. Yeah, it was in the 80s. They called it Yeah. Neither of the podcasts are political, actually. Right. But I will say this. If you you run... If you run for president, you are a narcissist. So, I don't think it's it's fair to just say Donald Trump's a narcissist. You really think Hillary Clinton is less narcissistic than Donald Trump? Oh, shit. She's better at hiding it. I don't think she is better at hiding it. Well, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Hillary, but I think Bernie, Bernie is not as narcissistic as as he's like. Are you Are you insane? He believes he's started an entire movement. You want to know who my favorite president is? Michael uh, Michael Douglas in the American <laughs> President, dude. I he's love that we're getting back to movies. He's so, so good, good in that. Have you seen? No. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Orange Sheen when he's uh, in that movie, The Dead Zone. I love that. I love Christopher Walken. Oh my gosh! Is he the president no. in that? Because he's also president in The West Wing. No, yeah, he's running for president, and, and Christopher Walken has psychic powers, so he knows that Martin Sheen is going to end. Uh, this I'm spoiling the end of the movie, but anyways, That's what we do? He knows, he knows that Martin Sheen is going to ruin the world if he becomes president. So he ends yeah. assassinate him. At one of his rallies, because he knows he's going to get elected and, and bomb the whole world with a nuclear thing, and so while he's assass- attempting to assassinate him, 
Martin Sheen holds up a baby in front of him, like, as a human shield. He grabs the baby and holds it as a human shield. So he doesn't become president and he ends up shooting himself. I think Christopher Walken gets shot by, like, a Secret Service or something. Interesting. That's a great movie. And then, uh, uh, yeah. The Dead Zone is one of my favorite movies. I love Don't describe the whole thing. Please don't describe the whole thing. Please don't. Please don't describe the whole thing. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me ask that the question. Don't do, let me ask that the question. Jordan, yeah. I've seen it. No, I haven't. No. Don't no, describe the whole thing to me. Please don't, don't describe the whole thing. Yeah. We're going to watch it later, The Dead Zone. Have you the said. I think I spoiled it to Andy. God you guys, it. the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good, good. Seth, have you ever seen Bruce Almighty? Uh, I have seen parts of Bruce Almighty. Jim Carrey is God. I know, I know. What do you think of that? Um, I mean, like I said, I've only seen parts, so I don't know really the entire message, and I have not seen the end of the movie. But isn't he made God? Like, doesn't Morgan Freeman tell him, like, hey, you know, this God thing is sort of a rotational calling or something? No, he basically... You're going to be God for a month or something. Yeah, he's like, you think it's so easy, you do it. And so it gives him his uh, powers. That's what it was. And it's yeah, like, there's too many was. prayers to answer. There's too much. Right. The whole world I goes to shit. It's kind of a silly movie. Well, yeah, it's definitely a silly movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be silly, though. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I haven't seen. I think that's. I always think it's interesting. I mean, for my religion, we believe that we become gods after this life in our highest degree of heaven. So, so I think, I think movies like Bruce Almighty are very fascinating because it presents Mm. a very, uh, Mm. sincere question for, for me, you know, what would I do as God? So, okay. I I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's the gig. I didn't realize that about Mormonism. So like, you're going to be a God. Yeah. My wife and I, Jordan is a superhero freak, so you might have just converted him. <laughs> yeah, dude. You, you're a I celestial. Mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like you all get your own world, or you're all just gods hanging out with other gods? Both, right? Like, you and your spouse are able to create worlds and children without end or number. What does Mormons Whoa. say about guys like me that are bachelors with no spouse or kids? Is that bad? I mean... <laughs> Some people just don't get married in this life, and that's not a judgment on you or those who you've dated. It's just sometimes it doesn't work out. Seth, I'm deeply closeted. Deeply closeted. I know. So I don't All right. Know. Wait. Well, then that's that's a totally different discussion. Okay. Seth, you've got a, you've you're married and you have kids. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. The, those, that was all the background noise before. I thought that was like reading. you. Little nieces or some shit. Were you a party animal no. before you had a wife and kids? Were you a big party animal? No, no. I mean, like, I never did drugs, never drank alcohol, still have not. Um, awesome. If that's, I mean, typically that's what people mean when they say party animal. And no, that doesn't, that does not describe me. Hell so, yeah. So you weren't getting hookers and all that stuff either? No. How, how do you feel about the Bo- the Book of Mormon, the uh, the play? You ever seen it? You so know much about it? I've listened to, to most of the music, uh, but I've not seen it. I would not be adverse to seeing it. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, I, I was going to try to get tickets, but coronavirus sort of ruined it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. They, were, they were back in Pasadena. Yeah, mm. I wanted to go. But Do you like South Park? Uh, I have not seen many episodes of South Park. The, ironically, only episode I've really seen is the one where they talk about Joseph Smith. Oh, uh, yeah. The song. Is that a Mormon guy? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Whoa. I'm dumb. Jordan, you need to research before you get on. I'm doing it right now. I'm learning right now. Yeah, it's okay. This is the head hot show. Well, I mean, to be fair, we believe that Jesus Christ leads the church and that uh, we have a current prophet on the earth. And Joseph Smith, no, Joseph Smith was the prophet of the restoration. So after... Uh, Nelson. Nelson, Nelson. Nelson. No, Nelson is his last name. Oh, Nelson. Uh, yeah. So uh, wait, you guys have a leader right now? Yeah, Russell M. Nelson is his name. How old is oh, this guy? Yeah, I know him. How, yeah. old, how old is he? Uh, that's a great, I think 80? He's pretty oh, old. Oh, he's an old, old guy, okay. Yeah, well, most like of our prophets are old. Like but, Okay. Yeah, or whatever. Um, yeah, whatever analogy you want to make. Fascinating. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, any of this shit. Fascinating. Yeah, he used to be a heart surgeon before he became a general leader of the church. Nice. And I want to ask you uh, before we start, because you say we talk about comedy. We're gonna, we're we're gonna be. I don't know how far we are. How how are we on time, Jordan? Forty nine minutes in, baby. We're deep. Baby, go about an hour, hour even. Yeah, Uh, I'll give you the signal. A couple more things to to, uh, discuss. Please, please. Uh, I love this. What is what? um, You were a lawyer before you became a a stay-at-home dad. Oh no, shit! What what exactly kind of lawyer were you? Yeah, I did transactional work. I worked for a small law firm in North Carolina. Uh, doing mostly uh, contract editing revision that dealt with um, small corporate governance and hiring issues. Nice, sounds boring. Um, was there? Yeah. Was there good money in that? Uh, there was decent money in that. Um, I uh, I graduated in 2014, and this was after the economic downturn of 2008 so between 2008 uh, and 2010 after people sort of got their feet back under them they went to law school the law school was incredibly flooded by the time I graduated the legal market was way oversaturated so you did so lawyering uh, yeah so I, I lawyered for a year and a half ish went to comedy and then yeah and then my wife graduated from her doctorate degree Ooh. And damn. Oh shit. Oh shit, I lost him. Oh man. Sorry, Cable Shaw, I'll have to tape this back together. Fuck.